Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession in life to teach you how to be a more productive version of you. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to my next live training, which will happen on Friday, August 14th at noon Eastern. It's all about technology and your productivity. Now to register, click the link in the show notes or click the banner at my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. On the show today, Lydia Martin, we are going to be talking about how business owners, that's probably you, can create systems that decrease clutter and increase clarity in results. Is that something you're interested in? Thought it would be. Here's my interview with Lydia Martin. Lydia, welcome to the show. So excited to be here, Mark. Thanks for having me. I'm excited you're here, and I'll tell you why, because you are annoyingly optimistic like I am. You love life. You're a laugher. You're a smiler, because we're, we're looking at this on video, folks. And I love having guests who love what they do, because I can feel it, and I know the audience can feel it, so they're in for a treat to the, for this interview. Absolutely. I don't, I can't imagine doing a business and working with people if you don't love what you do. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm with you. Now we are going to be talking about clutter and, and, and systems and all that kind of good stuff. But you'd mentioned before I hit record that you, this, this is still a baby for you. It's too young to go out on its own. It still needs you to be with it. So tell us a little bit, what, what made you start this business about helping business owners declutter their lives and implement systems? So I was a business owner for 20 years and then became a corporate trainer and and speaker. And I learned through those 25 years, the one thing that always seemed to hold me back or that one thing that always seemed to slow down things. And I didn't really put a name to it until recently, but I realized, you know, we always talk about systems and we all, all talk about the importance of that to be more productive. But I real I came across a quote by Peter Walsh and it says, clutter is much more than the stuff on your floor. Mm. It's anything that's holding you back from creating the life and business you desire. And I don't know, light bulbs went off and I was like, that is really the essence of what I help business owners with. I help them reduce that clutter, that physical clutter, that digital clutter, that mental clutter so that they can really gain momentum and move forward. And I've been dreaming about launching my own business for five years. And in March... I finally went for it. And it has just been amazing to see how many people go, oh, my word, I need that. <laughs> I need help with that. Please help me. And, and some people don't even under, they have never really, they're not aware of how much clutter they have in their life and in their systems. And when they realize that just a few different steps and different ways of doing things and being intentional, the difference it makes, oh, my word, it's so exciting to see the transformation. <laughs> A hundred percent. And I will tell you before we get into the whole decluttering thing, 
about six months before COVID hit, I decided I no longer wanted to be a speaker. I didn't want to live out of an Uber or a hotel or an airplane. And so I began the transition to go everything online. I heard one of my long distance mentors, Brendan Burchard, say that, you know, when you're an online trainer, you can do an hour or two hours of training. You walk out of your room and you can be with your family. There's no hotels or anything like that. And so I was already making the transition. And I love the fact that I can do a live broadcast, a live training, and then I'm done. I'm with the family, or in the case, my wife, and it's awesome. So I don't think, I may still speak, but I'm going to be very selective. That's what Brendan does. He speaks very selectively. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a location where he wants to go, so he's not going to go to Siberia in the wintertime to speak. He may go to the Bahamas, but that's where I want to make my business. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was real interesting. You started right before COVID hit. I started to make the transition six months before, and I think that prepared us because nobody knew what was going to happen? January 1st, we were living life as normal. And we certainly have no clue when this thing's going to end. I'd like to think that it's going to happen. What happened the Spanish flu of 1918? It just stops and we wonder what happened, but we don't know. And we have to be prepared. A lot of people are working from home. And instead of going to a work where they have a structured environment and cubicles and offices and meeting rooms and stuff like that, now they have to deal with the dog and the kids and the spouse and Mm -hmm. the mailman. And it's really difficult because to your point, clutter is not just the stuff on your desk. It's your entire life, mentally, spiritually, physically. So let's get into the topic of declutter because I think you know a little bit about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's so where, where a lot of people connect with me originally is they do think of their workspace first. Mm. Like they walk into their office and they, I mean, they can't even find their desk. <laughs> you know, they're clearing things just, and it's not motivating. You know, how do you feel when you walk into a workspace like that? It drains your energy. You have no motivation. I've asked often of my audience how clutter makes them feel. And they, I, I, I always expect words like overwhelmed, stressed, but I get words like incompetent, mm. paralyzed, a failure. And I'm thinking, oh my word, this runs so much deeper than just being overwhelmed. It, it, it is literally changes somebody's motivation. It changes their belief. It changes, it gives them so many limiting beliefs to what they can do mm. in their business because they look at this space or they get on their computers and they're so overwhelmed by that organization <laughs> that they're like, I don't even know why I think I can be in business or why I think I be, can be successful. And when they just get that little bit of hope that, oh my goodness, if I can just create a streamlined system, a plan and a place where my physical things live, where my digital things live, where that mental space is stored and organized, it gives them so much hope and energy that they walk into that space now and they're like, whoo, let's get to work. I can, I can change the world today. Yes. <laughs> so it makes a massive difference in how they feel. And not only that, but if you are in an environment, let's say a home and you're trying, maybe it's a spare bedroom, maybe it's a corner of the living room, whatever the case may be. If it's cluttered, not only do you feel overwhelmed, but your eyes are looking around mm. and ooh, so distracting. And so I always say, Listen, you probably didn't get in the clutter overnight because like people don't get in the problems with their email overnight. And so you have to give yourself grace. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you're going to talk about that. It's going to take time to declutter your life. Don't try it all, do it all one day. Don't destroy everything in the trash. 
to give yourself time, I would even schedule. I would even schedule the time and say, "Look, it. I'm going to spend maybe an hour, forty five minutes, once a day, cleaning up my desk." And bit by bit, baby step by baby step, all of a sudden you walk in your room one day, your office, and go. Wow, it's clean because you stayed with it. I'm sure you agree with that. Yes. Well, and and that's the the biggest tip I think I share when we start working with someone is that you cannot look at what's there first and think that you're going to fix all of that. The first step is changing your habits from today. How are you going to handle things differently from this point forward? You have mail coming in your home. You have a receipt for a business expense. You know, you have a contact um, that you need to follow up with. Where, where is this? Is the, You're not writing this on a post-it note and losing it in a pile of paper. What's the <laughs> system to make sure all of this is being stored in a location that you can access from anywhere, find easily, um, and that is why so many people, you know, they, they store paper because, you know, we have file folders and file cabinets. If you can learn how to use online storage systems, mm. whether it's iCloud or Evernote or Google Drive, and you have an online place where this can live, then that information goes there instead. And it, re- yes. it reduces that physical clutter. You can organize it and work with it so much better. But you got to start from today. And like you said, you, you can't think about, you can get to that other stuff later, but if you don't change your habits, then you could clean your room today and it'll be just as messy next week. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I remember a couple of years ago, about seven years ago, I was sitting in my office and we had this file drawer next to us that was full of all these invoices and receipts and and they're all dusty. And I looked at them and I said, why am I saving all this stuff? And I said, from this point on, don't send me any paper. I want all my bills coming electronically. And of course, anything has to do with the federal government. They love the post office. So you can't get things electronic from the IRS or the post office. They all send things to there. But everyone else, I want paperless billing. I do not want yes. that because all I'm going to do is shred it. And you're wearing, you're wearing down my shredder. I, I, I like the fact, like a lot of the apps now, like Bank of America and other banks, you can just go into your account and just download it right to iCloud Drive. I don't want the piece of paper. It, it's absolutely it's just, it, paperwork drives me insane. So when I get the mail, we don't get a lot of mail these days. Mainly it's like a stuff we order, but everyone's child will get like an invoice. And I'm like, why can't this be online? Like we don't offer that service. I'm like, this is 2020. How do you not offer electronic invoicing? This is insane. Ooh. So I have this system with mail. I call it sort, scan, shred. (laughs) And I, because I'll be honest, just mail used to be, I never handled mail well. I would come in and I'd throw, the worst thing you can do is throw it on your kitchen counter, throw it on your dining room table. I I never (laughs) let it touch a surface until I'm ready. Like I I don't even go get the mail until I'm ready to work with it, but I just work with it right then. Sort, scan, shred. And and you can scan. I have an awesome Fujitsu scan snap that will scan in seconds so many different types of documents but you can even use your phone yes. um i'm like evernote exit even when i'm out and about if i'm and have a business expense my goal is to never bring that piece of paper yes. into my house yes so i scan it from my phone right there and title it business expense do everything it's now i don't have to think about it ever again yep. that baby's gone <laughs> like we take we take our uh, dog to the vet and they're like would you like an email receipt or paper i said save a trade just email it to me all i'm gonna do is shred it when i get home save exactly. the paper it's just i i don't i wish more and more people do it i guess it i could understand if it was 2000 but we're 2020 mm-hmm. everyone should be doing a paperless billing 
Now I understand the older generation, like my mm-hmm. parents, they're in their seventies. Yep. You know, they like the paper, but me, it, to me, it's clutter, and I don't like to see this paper. So I'm with you. I, I like the oh. short scan shred, and but before that, th- give me the option of getting electronic Absolutely. and don't even print the thing out. Yes, the goal is to eliminate paper before it even comes into yes. the home. <laughs> Yes. You know, definitely reducing. And my mom is one of those as well. She's such a paper hoarder. Um, I have <laughs> helped her clean her office so many times. We found receipts from the 60s and 70s. And, and I just, I, I, I can't understand because the only information you need to save are documentation, obviously, for an audit. But it's so easy to do. People just don't know where to start. Yes. And I think indecisiveness is probably the one word that keeps people from moving forward in something. So they say, okay, great. I I don't want to deal with paper anymore. I want to create this online system, but what should I use and what tool? And, you know, you have to just decide and do, (laughs) you know, if you just, if you sit and you wait and you think about it and research it forever, that. (laughs) That's, That's called procrastination. Just procrastination. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> See, look at us. We are so in tune. <laughs> so you, you have to decide. So for me, my life before 2013, before cloud-based systems were really around, Dropbox was probably the first thing that kind of came mm-hmm. on the scene. Before then, you know, we didn't have options. And I was miserable with the piles of paper and keeping yeah. up with the information. So I, I just happened to be introduced to Evernote. And I know Evernote may not be one of the most popular ones today and a lot I use Google Drive as well but that tool literally changed my life because I caught the vision of being able to sort electronically create notebooks instead of file folders and notes instead of files and I mean my entire world lives in that tool Mm. my my business life my personal I I have notes notebooks for my family members and this is what's so exciting so of course when I graduated from high school what did my parents do They wanted to hand me the boxes of everything they had (laughs) saved for my childhood. So it was no longer being stored in their basement. Thanks, mom and dad. (laughs) That was the last gift I wanted to receive. (laughs) I don't want that. So I've done something very differently for my kids. I have notebooks for each of them and every report card, award, art project, I just take a photo or scan it into their notebook. And I'm going to be able to share this notebook with them. They'll have all their memories and neither of us have to store the stuff. (laughs) When I talk about people decluttering, they'll say, well, what happens if something happens to the cloud? And I'm like, let me ask you, do you think it's more likely their house will burn down or the cloud, because it's not stored on one computer from the 1930s, okay? It's stalled and stored on multiple computers, and it's not in the cloud. It's actually on someone's you know, cl- you know, know, uh, computer farm someplace, but it's safer. It's encrypted. Someone could break in your house and take exactly. that stuff. Exactly. You have so many benefits of having things electronically. It's unbelievable. Oh, and I have sob stories. I have people who don't use cloud-based systems. They don't really know how they work. Even digital files, not just paperwork. I've had heard horror stories of people who have lost like 8,000 photos Mm. because they didn't store it in the cloud. They stored it on their computer. Or like you said, I have two friends that lost everything from house fires. 
Wow. All of those physical photos. We had Hurricane Harvey here in Houston in 2017, and we had 51 inches of rain in three days. People got flooded out that never Mm. got flooded ever, and they lost all their pictures. And the first thing I did when we went, like, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, I scanned all my pictures. They're all in the cloud. So I can look at them. Plus, I I can go to France, and I can show someone a picture. I'm not going to bring my photo album with me on a plane, but I can bring my phone with me. And I just think with the encryption and to your point, and yes, I did interrupt myself. I do it all the time. People are used to it. When, if you're using iCloud drive, Dropbox, uh, Google drive, those companies are so stable. They are so strong. Now, if you use Jim Bob's cloud service, eh, maybe not (laughs) trust that. But if you're using one of the big three, or I think uh, Microsoft have one, one note, you're fine. Yeah, one drive. Exactly. They they have billions of users. Yes. You better believe they are working very hard to make your information secure and safe. And all of them have backup systems as well. So, I mean, if you want to back up to back up to back up to feel more comfortable, by all means. But I agree. I feel so much safer for my information in the cloud versus in my own home. Yes. I mean, I really, and I think people just, they, they live by that little fear factor because they've heard of horror stories and anything can happen. Mm -hmm. Well, anything can happen with your physical stuff. And here's here's the thing you can do uh, to your, to your point, backup to backup. You can keep the stuff physically in your home if you want, but still upload it to the cloud. Mm -hmm. So you have a win-win. So you have the physical stuff, but then if something happens, you got it backed up. So you can do both. Exactly, exactly. And the other thing about digital clutter. So, you know, there's that physical paperwork, but this is the thing that has been so interesting in working with all these business owners. I am amazed at how few business owners have taken the time to set up their digital devices to work for them. Mm. So I will, they share their screen in our coaching sessions and they don't have bookmarks. They don't have their taskbar organized. They don't have their files and folders organized in a way that they know how to find anything. So they don't, they so, don't have like file names like this is where bills go and invoices go. They don't, no, they, they don't know how to create folders. Oh, wow. they, and so they literally take screenshots all live long day. They throw it to their desktop. If you could see the desktops I've seen. <laughs> I hate a cluttered desktop. That drives uh, it. Mine is my, always like if anything I say by the end of day, it is gone. <laughs> <laughs> my desktop. But but I'm realizing that people just, you know, we're busy. We have priorities. We have things we're trying to do in our business. But these sort of shortcuts and system setup save us so much aggravation and time. Mm-hmm. It really is worth doing. I mean, just having a bookmarks manager, not just throwing everything on your bookmarks bar, but I, I teach people how to create a folder so they click it and then they have a, a yes. horizontal list of everything they need to get to. I'm clicking around there so quick to instead of having 25 tabs open. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So just little tips like that. There are a lot of things you can do to be more efficient with your uh, as you're online, even keyboard shortcuts. I'm oh, amazed. Yes. How many people don't use keyboard shortcuts? Much faster than the mouse any day. So much faster. <laughs> and I mean even control or command Z. They they've never learned the undo feature. <laughs> I'm like, how many times have we messed up something? You're like, oh my goodness. And they're all, I'm like, just hit command Z or control Z. (laughs) 
get that back rate. So you just taking the time to learn those that set up and those shortcuts, it makes a massive difference in your productivity and efficiency. You know what I like about what you're talking about is you're speaking my language and that is simplicity. You're not talking about here are 97 steps to declutter your life. You say, hey, create folders, create bookmarks. <laughs> These are things that everyone can do. And you just, what Anyone. you do is you go into your browser and say, okay, oh, all these bookmarks, are for bills. So I'm going to create a folder called billing and put everything in there. It's real simple. These are simple ideas. So simple. <laughs> and the thing is, people I think are going, well, could it be that powerful, that simple? Yes, it can. Yes. And they don't realize how much time they're wasting yes. by clicking. I mean, my goal in any day is to have as few clicks as possible. Yes. And even not just for myself, but for my customers, I want I want my my audience to have that experience as well. I want to make sure that they have references with quick, easy steps. And just by helping them set up their bookmarks, they they can get to even what I'm sharing easier, you know. And they're not going, where do I go? Where do I click? You know, email is a whole nother beast, okay, of digital clutter and. It's interesting how I'm so passionate about a clear desktop, but I actually am not in the email inbox zero camp, which I know might be shocking. Are you an email zero inbox guy, Mark? Pretty much, yes. So <laughs> and, I'm, I'm really I, interested to hear what you're, you're going to say. A about lot that. of people are. And I think for those, but just like my desktop has to be clean, if your inbox has to be clean, you keep doing that system. But I have a lot of people that come to me and they're just so stressed because they've got thousands of emails in their inbox. Well, the good news today is since our emails are not really stored on our computers, right. you know, Gmail's got, you know, we're archiving in their servers. It's not hurting anything to have it. But the problem is, is that people do not work with their email properly. And so action items get lost. Yes. So you don't open your email until you're ready to take action on the items that are there. And if you have a plan for how you're going to either flag things or forward them to where you want them to be for reference. If you're going to add it to your calendar, you have to take action on those other items. But what, why keep everything else? I actually love to search my email for previous conversations. I love just like text. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be able to scroll back and see what we've discussed. And I like having that in email. I have a lot of conversations that I want to refer back to. So that's why I don't delete those messages. Well, I don't delete I, them. What I do, not to interrupt you, mm -hmm. I... I will take action. So if I got an email and it's like, okay, this is an article I want to read. Here's a tip that a lot of people don't do. You take that hyperlink, then you put it on your calendar. So you say, okay, I'm going to read this tomorrow at two o'clock and you put the link under location. So when it comes up on your calendar, well, oh, I have to click this link. So that's what I do for there. Number one. Number two is if I, I ask myself, do I really need to do it right now? And I love, I use G Suite for my business and I will mm -hmm. snooze stuff. If I look, look I, I'm not going to get this to the weekend. I'll move it to the weekend because why have it there? But I will tell you that if you're on G Suite, I can't speak from Outlook, but G Suite has got an incredibly fast search engine. It's the same search engine that runs Google. And so I used to create folders for G Suite. I don't for, for Gmail, which is in G Suite. Mm -hmm. I don't do it anymore because it's so much faster. If I like, I host on Kajabi. If I type in Kajabi, boom, every email comes up. Like before exactly. I hit the I, it comes up. So for me on Gmail, because their search engine is powered by Google, I don't have to have folders anymore because it's, it, finding stuff is ridiculously insanely fast. So easy. It, it so it's amazing to me how many people don't even know how to search their email. 
they don't realize they can search by subject, by sender, by date, by the, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yes. know, they're just they're And so they get frustrated. They think I can find things so fast. And my, because I also use G suite. So it, it is just so quick. I don't need the thing. I don't need to have folders. Absolutely. So the other thing that's interesting about digital clutter. So you were talking about like those links. How many times do we go to a page and it's, it's an article we want to read later. It's a recipe we want to cook later. It's a vacation, potential vacation site. So one of my favorite digital tools is the Evernote web clipper. Mm-hmm. I tell people, I don't care if you don't use Evernote for anything else. <laughs> you have to get their Chrome or they have actually a Firefox and Safari extension as well, but it's a, it's a browser extension and that little clipper. Anytime you're on a, on a page, you can clip the page. You can clip an article of the page. It pulls out all the advertisements. You can clip a screenshot on the page. You can annotate that screenshot. You can do so many things with a click and it instantly saves it for you to access at, a, at another time. I have so many links and bookmarks and things that I can get to from anywhere. I'm sitting at a doctor's office. That's usually where I go to read my articles, (laughs) but they're on my devices. Everything's ready to go. So that's just one thing I encourage people to check out. I love my Evernote web clipper for digital clipping for later. (laughs) And I'm really surprised. I mean, I use iOS notes for my notes, but they don't have the web clipper. I'm really surprised that no one has copied the uh, the web clipper. I mean, it's not been too. out for two weeks. It's been out for several years. I'm like, yes. nobody has come up with that. I, I don't understand why. It is a very effective tool. But one thing I will do is, uh, you know, to your point, if I read an article and there's something I want to take an action on it, I have, I use Things 3 on my, on my iPhone and my Mac. And what I'll do is I'll actually take the action. I won't put the link in there. I'll take the action. Okay, I'm going to go purchase your course. And so I'll put it under my business area on things three purchases Lydia's course. And I may have the hyperlink to register that way. And I'll set a date and time for it. That way it's off my plate. Cause I probably can't do it right then and there. But a lot of people, they'll leave things in their inbox and they'll mm-hmm. leave things and they get more emails and more email and more. And then uh, some of it's spam, some of it's junk. Sometimes it doesn't get filtered right. And you're missing important stuff. And like I said earlier, you didn't get in trouble overnight in your email inbox. It's going to take you some time. You don't need to always sign up to get the Kohl's coupon, okay? Because you sign up for the Kohl's coupon, and then they email you like literally oh. every day. I signed up for an email for Olive Garden like two years, and they started emailing me every single day. <laughs> I'm not going to Olive Garden every, every- day. <laughs> So I I 100% agree. And it's funny how we all feel like we need to subscribe to those for the deals. Well, when I learned about the Retail Me Not app, I unsubscribed from every department store I had on on my email. So Retail Me Not is an app. And if you, you, it has every coupon that probably is coming to your home or your email inbox oh, wow. already on the app. So when I go to Kohl's, I just go to my retail me not <laughs> click on Kohl's and right there is a 15 or 20% coupon just waiting for me to use. <laughs> so talk about reducing clutter. I throw, you know, I recycle all coupons that come in my house. I don't sign up for any of those emails and I just use that one app. It's just wow. so much, so much simpler. <laughs> that, I'm going to tell my wife about that. Retail, yes, retail, retail me, not, me not. Which is, I think it's a U.S. based only app, okay. but it is absolutely amazing. And just like you said with the email. So when I buy paid programs, I'm the same way. I don't want it to be lost, but most times I can't dig into it right then. Mm-hmm. So I take that receipt 
I forward it to my tax 2020 notebook. And then I take the information on how to log in. I forward it to my paid programs notebook. So same thing. I can go to that notebook and there's all of my paid programs because before I had that system, I was buying things and completely forgetting I'd even bought them. Have you ever bought something again that you forgot you bought already? I actually did. Really? <laughs> I, I just did it actually not that long ago because I had signed up and for some reason hadn't forwarded it, signed up again. I was like, this is seeming vaguely familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so I emailed them. And I'm like, so sorry. Because for some reason, I even used a different email. So I had same program on two emails. Oh, that is so funny. That is hysterical. So, well, thank yes. you for admitting that on the uh, on the Dr. Mark show. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, here's the thing. When it comes to email, like I've got my Mark Stajewski Insider, but I tell people, look it, do not sign up unless you're going to read it and implement what I say. Because mm-hmm. if you sign up, you know, I don't get a prize, okay? I want to serve you. And I've gotten to the point now that the first Saturday of every month, I actually, uh, I, I have my website through Kajabi and they've got this mm-hmm. nice little yeah. feature in there. It's called inactive. So if you haven't opened an email from me in 90 days, I unsubscribe from you because you're not opening emails. And, and I'd rather have a small engaged list mm-hmm. than have a non-engaged list. There's 20 million people on there. Okay. And I, for the longest time, I didn't understand that, but it's clutter. If you have all these people mm-hmm. on your email list, well, eventually you're going to start paying more money for all these people who aren't reading your emails or buying your stuff. So I actually fire inactives the first Saturday every month. And this is coming out on July 31st. So that means tomorrow there are going to be some people being fired off my list because they're not reading emails anyways. Yes. And and I don't want to be a clutter. I'm a productivity expert. I don't want to add clutter to your inbox. So sign up for the Mark Chesky Insider if you want to learn from me. If you don't, I don't get a, like a balloon if you do. So <laughs> keep me out of your inbox. I use I use Kajabi as well, and I do love that inactive. Um, it's very helpful because you're right. If there's no, there's so many benefits to having a clean list mm-hmm. and to be sending it to people who who are opening and engaging. Um, because there's other ways that they may want to engage with you. You know, I have a big a lot of my audience is in my Facebook group. So they're not checking their email every day, but they're checking the group for all that content and information. So I'm never offended if somebody unsubscribes. (laughs) I totally get it. You know, some of us just need to have less clutter in our, in our inboxes for sure. Wow. So love that. And then there's, you know, we talked about physical clutter, digital clutter, and then there's that mental clutter. Yes. Yes. Oh boy. That, I think that's probably where most of us struggle the most because you just, it's impossible to keep everything we need to do in our heads. And, you know, you're definitely Mr. Productivity. So this is probably that area you talk about all the time. And isn't it interesting how many people do not schedule their time because they never do the original part in determining the destination they want to get Mm -hmm. to. If you don't know where you're going and and the life and business you're wanting to create, how do you know exactly what tasks you need to do and what people you need to connect with? Yeah. Like what, what is the point of what you're creating? It's not, you don't create to-do lists just to create a to-do list. Where are we going? Um, and then some people will do that piece. Okay. This is what I want. And then they never break it down into those steps to that action yeah. and they don't schedule it. I mean, I know you're a big, I agree. If I, if it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. Well, I tell people this, I said, let's say you want to take the family to Walt Disney world. Okay. So you get in the car, you back out of the driveway, put your phone in airplane mode, and then try to find a way to Disney World. You won't be able to get there. 
You won't you know the construction. You are so similar, Mark. I say the same thing. I tell them it's like getting in your car and expecting your GPS to take you somewhere, but you didn't put in the address. <laughs> right, exactly. You you have to have a plan. And one of the things I struggle with a solopreneur, because most solopreneurs, I don't know about you, were control freaks. And Absolutely. I would do the pod. I would do the podcast interview. Then I would do everything post processing. Well, that's not my zone of genius. Mm-hmm. So my wife, she got furloughed. Uh, because she sold cruises and that's mm-hmm. kind of like no mm-hmm. one's buying cruise right now. And I said, honey, would, would you like to do the post-processing stuff? So she does the images and all the other stuff. And cause she does that. Now I can do more training. I can create more content, yes. which is what I should be doing. I should mm-hmm. not be doing this other stuff. And there's no one that's going to care about the business like I do other than my spouse. I can go get mm-hmm. a VA, but they're not going to care as much as my wife. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm learning these lessons, even though I've been in business for like 15 years. I'm just, oh, wow, I shouldn't be doing everything because there's busy work and there's productive work. Yes. I should be creating content. And my Absolutely. wife was better. What's even better is my wife loves doing the other stuff. She feels like this is her own genius. And she's saying, how about doing this and this? And we work together. And and so there's things you're really good at. And you should outsource your weaknesses and focus on those things that are going to move the needle. I cannot agree more. I always say, you know, if we're just working with the paperwork, the busy work, the all of that, and not the people work, which is the content and the conversations and the coaching that piece is always going to build your business faster than yes. if we're just playing office and doing all the things. Yes. And it's funny that you said that my goal is to one day retire my husband so that he can be, <laughs> he's an IT guy. I need him in my back office for sure. <laughs> yes. Well, I, with my wife, she's in IT field too. And I'm like, I'm asking her, Hey, listen, how's this new software work? Cause I don't want to spend two hours learning it. No, And exactly. she learns faster. And so just tell me what I have to do because I'm a content creator. I am not an IT person. Mm-hmm. So, as we come to the end of our time together, any last minute tips you'd like to leave with the audience? Because I really want them to take what you said and I want them to get going in the right direction. So any couple last minute tips you want to leave them? Yeah. I mean, my simplest thing that I would say that's that the reason why we feel the clutter and we in our physical, digital and mental space is because we don't have a plan and we don't have a place. Okay, you have to make those two decisions. And a lot of times the place is the first decision. Wait, like, let's just talk about, let's just say lead generation, for an example. What am I doing to generate new leads for my business? What system is that living in? Where, where will this be going? Okay, whether it's a digital tool, an application, whatever, even if it's a paper system, I don't care. You have to determine Mm. the place where that is going to go. And then the plan and that system that's going to get you to what you want to do. And I love what you said about outsourcing, because I think you're right. We sometimes need to delegate those sort of things to someone who is better and more skilled in those areas with us. So you connect with the right people that are going to help you do that faster Mm. um, instead of spending all that time overthinking, doubting, and that. So that plan and that place. So physical paper, where, how are you going to deal with paper from this point forward? My, my place is my online system Evernote. My plan is paper does not come in my house (laughs) because as soon as I get that email, it gets forward. As soon as that mail comes in, I scan it. As soon as that digital, whatever pops up, I clip it. Okay. That's my plan, but I had to have the place. I had to have that vision for where it was going. And once you decide those two things, you're like, 
why was clutter ever a problem? Well, it's because you didn't have those things. <laughs> I love it. Now, I will tell you that I, when it comes to planning, I use the uh, Brendan Burchard High Performance Planner. So I've got eight of I them. I have it on sitting right over here. <laughs> now, that's different because they're all the same size. They go on my mm-hmm. bookshelf, and I, that's what I use to plan my days. And I also like print books. I did ebooks for a while, but I don't like ebooks. I like print books. But other than mm-hmm. that, everything basically is electronic. And mm-hmm. I think people, if you're scared, listen. Just do one thing. Maybe make mm-hmm. one bill this month. Maybe your task is, well, it's July 31st. Maybe in the next seven days, you say, I'm going to put one bill on paperless. Just mm. one bill. And then you do two. And eventually you have them all and you reduce that email. Or I'm sorry, you, you reduce the mail that coming paper. in your home. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you're slowly but surely going to see the clutter lift. Just do something small today to get you going in the right direction to declutter in your life. And you'll be much better. So... Uh, Lydia, this has been a fun conversation. Thank you for bringing the energy. Where can we find out more about you and what you do online? So you can go to banishbusinessclutter.com. I love that and website. You'll see. <laughs> I love that. I, I know. It's so fun. So banishbusinessclutter.com. And that's where you can learn more. I, I, I actually have a five-day video series that I call a five-day challenge that people can literally start today in their declutter journey. So that is a great place for people to start. They get lots of free trip tips and tricks and shortcuts and all of that fun stuff. So, and so appreciate you having me, Mark. Thanks so much for inviting me. This has been fun. <laughs> my, my pleasure. And I will tell you, the reason why I love your website is, you know what, what it does. When people go to mrproductivity.com, you sell real estate? No. Okay. Pretty much it says what I do. I help people be productive. So yeah, this is, this has been an incredible interview because you had so much fun and you had a great personality and I know the listener enjoyed it as well. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. And just before we go, don't forget to register for my next live training Friday, August 14th at noon Eastern technology and your productivity. You can register by clicking the link in the show notes or by clicking the banner at mrproductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.